is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. And that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. We want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. Good morning, Savannah and the Low Country. Welcome to the Call Demasi Sports Report presented to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. And I'm Call Demasi. I'm your host for the next two hours, 9 until 11. And we're talking local sports. Let's talk local sports all day long. That's what I love to do. And I'm having a lot of fun doing it. And I'm glad you could join me, whether it's for five minutes, 15 minutes. Hey, just tune right, tune in right here on ESPN Radio. Savannah and Hilton Head, 104.3 FM and AM 1400. A lot of football action last night. Third week of the football season. College football last week. College football this week. High schools, volleyball, softball, cross country going on. Just a lot of stuff going on here in Savannah, Georgia. And you know what? You want to be part of the show? Give us a call at 912-920-4441. That's 4441-920-4441. Let's got, hear what you got to say about your favorite team. Let's let's talk about the uh, rankings. I mean, we got the w, we got the Super 11. We got we got the uh, Prep Sports Top 10. Uh, let's. Uh, I mean, is your team left out? Tell us why your football team, your high school football team, should be in the top 10 in the area. I don't do lists. I don't do top 10s. I don't pick all-star teams. Being a coach, you know, you always feel like, you know, that's for the media to do. And, we, you know, we have teams making the Atlanta J- Journal-Constitution's top 10. Uh, Savannah Christian Volleyball rated number one in the state. Savannah Christian Football number nine. BC Football number nine. I mean, just just a lot of rankings out there. And it's fun to follow because you're getting respect when you got ranked. Well, today's show, we got a great show lined up. And uh, like I like to say, we play two here. We have two hours, two games, as I like to call it, call it, 9 to 10 and then 10 to 11. In that first game in the first quarter, we're doing it right now. We're going to talk local sports news, and then we'll get into the local high school football scene in the first hour. And then we'll talk about the local colleges and all that other stuff. In the second quarter, this team is on a roll. Uh, Bible Baptist Braves, they're, re- uh, they're, they're re- uh, returning Skiza, South Carolina Independent Schools Association, Class A champions from last year. And, I mean, how can you top what you did last year? Well, they're topping it. Once again, they met, they met last night with a, another Skiza state champion, Hilton Head Christian, and we'll talk about that. But we're going to talk about his team, the head coach, John Mock, in the second quarter of the first game of the first hour. Then we'll take the man. We're going to get his insight from last night's game heard right here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN Friday night high school football game of the week, fueled by Mark, and that's the winning coach last night of the Savannah Christian Red Raiders, Donald Chumley. Savannah Christian beat Prince Avenue Christian last night, 17-9. Nobody gave him a chance. Prince Avenue came into Savannah, rolled in number two in the state, got knocked off by the number nine team ranked in the state. That's the Red Raiders, Savannah Christian. And then in the fourth quarter of the first hour, we'll talk some local college news. We'll talk some Georgia football. We'll get into the local college scenes with Armstrong holding volleyball tournament, uh, soccer tournament, SCAD winning in soccer. I mean, we got so much going on, we got to talk about the local colleges. In the second hour at 10 o'clock, come back and do the local uh, scoreboard, local news. Then in the second quarter of the second hour, we'll talk to the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Bible Baptist quarterback, Kenard Campbell. 
Last week, not last night, I don't have the stats for last night, but last week he accounted for 11 touchdowns as the Bible Baptist Braves beat Thomas Haywood 88 to 48. Yes, you heard me right. That's not a basketball score. 88 to 48. And in the third quarter, of the second hour at roughly about 10.30. I'm excited about this. We're going to be talking Savannah Tower to Tunnel run that's held here. This will be the second year held here. Over a thousand runners came out for this last year. Great cause. And it's a great story about the fireman that ran from um, his home, went through the tunnel, got to the towers and would help out. I mean, great story. Uh, you know, you got to catch up on it. Uh, Tim Guider does a great job with it every year. And uh, we're going to be talking to a New York City fireman. He's a captain in the New York City Fire Department. And you know what? This is a blast from the past when Tim Goddard asked me to do this. He was on my first football team, my first football team that I was a head coach. You're talking 1986. And he's coming to Savannah to run in the Tower to Tunnel race next week. I mean, it's, it's just a phenomenal story. I can't wait to talk to him. And that's Eddie Ryan from the class of 1987 who played on my first football team in 1986 for East Rockaway High School, The Rocks. And I'm telling you, it's just a great story, and there's a local lady, Jane Grisma, who's doing a great job. She coordinates it. Um, you know, it's. It, it, I mean, you got to go to the website. You got to check it out. Tunnel to Towers Foundation, and find out more about the Savannah race. I mean, they go all over the United States. Great causes. Started out to help firemen, and now they help families. They help needy people. They help soldiers. We'll talk about that in the third quarter, and then we'll close out the show. Well. We got to go to the scoreboard. The Braves, even though they didn't win last night, they're only down to magic number nine. Nine wins, nine losses, combination with the Washington Nationals, and the, the Atlanta Braves cannot fold this year. They'll be in the playoffs. Last night, Cliff Lee and Mike Minor, I mean, great pitching duel, 2-1 Philly Lee, 2-1 Philadelphia win. But I'm telling you, both pitches were unbelievable. Um, Cliff Lee struck out. Ten batters and uh, only, you know, but, they, you know, Mike Minor only gave up two runs and struck out nine batters. So it was a great game. They lost 2-1, but they're down to nine because the Nationals lost. Magic number, number nine to clinch a playoff berth, uh, clinch that Eastern Division title in the uh, uh, National League. They play today at Citizens Bank Park, which is home of the Philadelphia Phillies at 7.05. Uh, the Georgia boy, the rookie, Alex Wood, will be on the hill for the uh, Braves. Savannah Sandnats. Sally League Southern Division Champions. We're going to the ship. Starting on Monday, they got to wait for uh, West Virginia and Hagerstown to finish out their series. That's tied 1-1 tonight. The Sanat swept the best of three series against the uh, Augusta Drive. Steven Matz last night, 5 nothing shutout. Great job, Brandon Nemo. Sorry, Brandon Nemo. Okay, Mets number one five prospect goes two for three, has a triple, put gave them the four nothing lead. I mean, he's hitting five seventy one. He, he had five seventy one in these two games that they played against the Augusta Drive. I mean, it, it's just in August he batted three twenty four. So, the Sally League Championship starts Monday, and our own Savannah Sandats are in the championship. I think they won a championship back in ninety four before I got here. Love to see them do it here while I've been living here. I, I, you know, I follow the Nats. I you, you know, it's it's our team. It's the only professional team we have here in Savannah, Georgia. Congratulations to the Savannah Sandats for winning the Southern Division Championship. Now let's bring home the Sally League Championship next week. Starting Monday, I'll find out what the schedule is, but they're waiting for the winner of the West Virginia Hagerstown uh, playoff game today. That series is tied 1-1. All right, we're going to high school football. Uh, you know, 
We're excited about it. I mean, it's big time here in Savannah. Thursday night got it kicked off. Bethesda traveled up to Bullock Academy. Lost 34 nothing. Last night, the high school football game of the week heard here on ESPN Radio Savannah was the Savannah Christian Red Raiders hosting the number two team in Class A, Prince Avenue Christian. I mean, the Raiders, the Raiders were unbelievable. Their defense was all over the place. Prince Avenue came with a kid named Shields, uh, and I'm going to know botch his name, Natravius Shields. The kid ran for 148 yards and four touchdowns the week before. Prince Avenue comes in scoring 98 points in two games. They're held to nine points. They held him to 26 yards rushing on 11 carries. And the Wolverines total offense 149 yards give donald chumley two weeks to prepare for a team he does it i gotta get, send out a big shout out to the defense jt mertz made a big stop on the fourth and one nick korzik nick bateman pj green john johnson ahmad johnson kept the wolverines in check all night Offensively, highlight for the Savannah Christian Red Raiders, this man was the workhorse. Nick Bateman, 14 carries, 69 yards, the fullback. He scored a touchdown. Uh, and then, of course, Logan Tovar was consistent with his extra points. And Savannah Christian wins last night, 17-9. Bible Baptist hosting Skeezes, class AA state champion last night, Hilton Head Christian. Bible Baptist, 44 Hilton Head Christian, 27. I don't have stats, but Bible Baptist has defeated three teams this year. Uh, you know, they defeated St. Andrews, 60-6. They beat Thomas Hayward, 88-47. And last night, they beat Bible Baptist, 44-27. they, they got to be playing fast-break basketball on that football field over there on Skidaway. All right, let's go clear quick. We're running out of time. Richmond Hill beats Beach, 28-6. Nick Fitzgerald uh, rushes for 100, uh, passes for 102 yards, rushes for 137 yards. Memorial Day School, all over Frederica, 40-10. Malcolm Quarterman rushes for 203 yards, three touchdowns, and has a two point conversion. His running mate, Marlon Latson, 123 yards rushing on seven carries. Tim Jordan came close. Bradwell, though, beats the Savannah High Blue Jackets, 34-28. Uh, Camden all over Johnson, 55-0. Screven County goes to Effingham, and Effingham being down 10 points in the third quarter comes back to win, 27-23 for Buddy Holder's first victory as the head coach up there at Effingham County High School. Benedictine, what do you want? 49 nothing all over Long County. Powers, 10 of 12 passing, two DGs. Brad Stewart, two catches, 92 yards, a 76-yard touchdown pass. Unbelievable. South Effingham comes back to beat Jenkins, 25-21. Brandon Carter for the Warriors ran for 212 yards on 28 carries and passed for 227 yards. But it was a losing scores. Tyler Pullman for the Mustangs. He threw for 139 yards, had 50 yards rushing, and Patrick Brown ran for 79 yards for the Mustangs. All right. Uh, first, St. Andrews gets their first victory. They beat First Presbyterian 36-26. to I'm telling you, there's a lot of highlights last night. A lot of kids that could be uh, our player of the week. And that's Wright Wallace, the running back for St. Andrews. Rushed for 1,000 yards last last night. 21 carries, 221 yards, three touchdowns. Okay, Bryan County undefeated. They beat Toombs County 34-27 in three overtimes. The quarterback, Jeremy McLendon, two TD passes and two TD runs. Over in the low country, South Carolina, Battery Creek beats Well Branch 22-0. Uh, Buford beats Aiken 21-0. Bluffton beats AC Floor in three overtimes, 37-31. Uh, we already gave you the Bible Baptist Hill Nick Christian score, 44-27 Bible Baptist. Uh, Thomas Haywood beats Calhoun Academy, 42-26. Hilton Head all over Ridgeland, Hardyville, 47-6. And Hilton Head Prep 
loses to Lawrence Manning, 39-16. So that's the scoreboard. I don't know how much more I can give you. We got a lot to talk about. We got to go to break here. Remember, this cannot be possible without 26 of the finest and best trained orthopedic surgeons in the region, a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care, and they support our local athletes and our local sports. The center is located at 210 East Rennie Avenue, right here in Savannah, Georgia, or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.orthocentersav.com. That's orthocentersav.com or optumhealth.com. Next up, we're going to be talking some Braves football. That's Bible Baptist Braves with the head coach himself, Jonathan Mock. You're listening to the Call of the Massey Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Surrounding Hillnet, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. We'll be right back and we'll be talking some football. Demasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And I'm called Demasi, and today's show is brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. You know what? We're talking uh, football in this first hour, and uh, what other way to start your season by beating your opponents? 60 to 6, 88 to 47. 44-27. It's a wide-open offense. He's got the players to do it. I mean, I don't know how he's going to top last year winning a, a, a South Carolina Independent Class Association uh, championship, but it looks like they're on a roll to do it again, to repeat. And he's joining us now on the ESPN Radio, Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM hotline, is the head coach from Bible Baptist, Jonathan Mark. Good morning, John. Carl, it's good to be here. How are you doing? Hey, you know, I'm talking uh, local sports. I'm talking high school football, and I'm having a lot of fun doing it. You know, sometimes it might be uh, a little gruff and rough, but you know what? I enjoy doing it. And I know you got to be enjoying your football team this year because, Coach, are you playing football or basketball with these kids? I'm playing a little bit of a little bit of both right now. It seems we're, we've been scoring a lot of points, and I'm very happy with our guys. Coach, I mean, I mean, last night you're playing the South Carolina defending South Carolina Independent School Association defending Class A Double A team, and uh, I mean, I talked to you early in the week, and uh, you were kind of hesitant because you felt you were a little banged up. And Brad Boucher, who does a great job as the athletic director, was a little worried. You come out with a big win last night. Tell, tell us about last night's game. Uh, who was the highlight? Who was the show? Because I couldn't find a box score anywhere. We uh we played a very very physical Hilton Head Christian team who you know they beat us up the first quarter and luckily we made some adjustments and you know we came victorious. I was proud of our guys. Well, as far as you know, the, the first three games of the season, what can you take from this so far as a head coach? I mean, you're, you're putting up points left and right. I mean, what do you, what do you take from this about your team? It's just you know, our biggest thing is just keep getting better every day. You know, we've you know we've only played one region game. You know, and the biggest thing is you know we just want to keep getting better every day. And I think you know at the end of the year, um, we'll get to where we want to be. 
Now, you got some key players coming back on the squad. Of course, uh, all-world, uh, people say he's putting up Madden-like statistics, and that's uh, Keenard Campbell, who will be here in the second hour at 10-15 because he's our Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic athlete week. I mean, accounting for 11 touchdowns la uh, last week. What did he do last night? And this kid's got to be something special, Coach. He is, and he. Do I think he doesn't get enough credit for actually how good he is. And I don't. I don't think it matter if he was at Savannah High or Savannah Christian. He put up the same numbers because he's he's really really good. And you know what? What about the other guys on the team? I mean, uh, Boatman catching some big passes. I mean, uh, Keenard uh, Campbell. Tell us about some of the other guys. His uh, his younger brother Will. You know, he's right now. He's probably a four or five hundred yards receiving. He's got uh, seven or eight touchdowns on the season. But you know, it doesn't work without our offensive line. Um, offensively, you know, um, um, with Jacob Nielsen, Chris Coward. Caleb Hines, Jordan Mills, and, uh, you know, they're just doing an unbelievable job just giving Kennard enough time to go out there and make plays. Well, well tell, tell us about your offensive philosophy. I know being a football coach, I, I understand exactly what you're doing, but let's send it out there to the uh, people who are listening this morning. I mean, you run a spread offense. I mean, tell, tell the people what it does for your, your players. I mean, how it opens up the game. It's just, you know, when you got, you know, your best athlete, your quarterback, um, you know, it spreads them out. they got to play a numbers game with us, and, you know, we're always going to try to win. We'll always win the numbers game. You know, last night we got a lot of man coverage, and, you know, they beat us up a little bit. You know, we worked them and got a couple big plays. Um, but, you know, it's all a numbers game. Well, it seems like you're outnumbering, outnumbering them in a lot of different we, areas. Yeah, we're going to go five receivers every time, you know, and it just, you know, they, they it depends how they defend us, you know. But right now, you know, it's it's easy when you got, you know, a pretty a pretty good offensive line and a, and a great quarterback to go back there, you know. It makes things run real easy. No, I mean, it, it's simply it's simply unbelievable. This is your second season. You won a state championship last year, and I guess everybody's looking at you guys as being the favorites. And how does it feel being the bull, having the bullseye on your back and on your chest now? I mean, after one year, you guys proved that you can play with all the good teams now. You beat the defending champion from last year in double A. I mean, how does it feel having that bullseye on your chest? It's, you know, it's one of those things, you know, there's only so many teams across the country that got that bullseye because, you know, you are the champion. You know, and that's a big thing for us is, you know, I tell them not to look. You know, you can't look six weeks down the road. you got to go week by week and prepare for each game. You know, next week our biggest, you know, I told them, say, celebrate this for 24 hours and, you know, come Sunday, Monday, you got to start preparing for Hilton Head prep because, we, you know, we've never beat them either. So, you know, we're trying to go three for three on this big run here because, you know, the last three teams, the last two teams we've never beaten our, you know, since ever in the history of the school. So it's big for us. Well, Hillhead Prep seems like they're a little down. They they take one on the chin last night against Lawrence Manning, thirty nine sixteen, and uh, then you got to go to Dorchester. What what is your region like? I mean, you have St Andrews, uh, which is a region game. What what is the Class A region of Skiza like? Um, it's you know it's very physical football. You know, you know the good thing is you know we've got you know one of the best athletes in you know Georgia and South Carolina you know running for us. But you know the big thing I don't think another thing is too is you know our DBs and our defense our defense has done an unbelievable job. Coach Coleman, you know, has got them prepared and ready every week. Um, you know we've got a couple freshmen starting for us. Um, Daniel Geiger's come in there and just you know he's just causing you know he's causing trouble everywhere for everybody. But, you know, they've done a great job on defense, you know, just getting ourselves prepared. 
Well, I mean, you guys, you know, when you sometimes your best offense is your def and your best defense is your offense. And right now, you guys are putting up a lot of points, which makes it, you know, a little bit a little bit easier on that defense side of ball. But I mean, tell tell me, I, I've never been a part of a football game. You know, I've heard of eight man football scores. You know what you had last week, eighty eight to forty eight. Did, did you ever expect to see anything like that? And I know you, you know, you've been a head coach. You know, you've been coaching football for a while. Uh, but, but tell us about eighty eight to forty eight. I mean, were you amazed at it? I mean, that's a highlight film right there. It was, you know, we scored 13 touchdowns a game. You know, we scored a touchdown on defense, which might have been one of the best plays I've ever seen in high school football. Um, you know, Rashawn Slater came in and picked it off one-handed with his opposite hand, picked it off one-handed on a bubble screen and just took it, you know, I think 75 yards for a touchdown. But, you know, offensively, you know, we we average a touchdown every three plays, which is it's pretty pretty unbelievable. Um, you know, we were just we were clicking on all cylinders, you know, and that's that's a you know, credit to our offense and our defense just being ready you know, ready for the big one. Man, I mean, it's unbelievable. You're putting up, like you said, you're putting up numbers that are unbelievable now. Uh, how do you feel about the rest of your schedule? I mean, you got Williamsburg, which uh, gave you a thumping last, not a thumping, but they beat you during the regular season. You came back and beat them in the playoffs. I mean, anybody uh, anybody that you're worried about, or are you just taking one game at a time? Yeah, I'm just trying to take one game at a time right now. You know, Williamsburg, Carlton Prep, you know, they're always good. Dorchester and Holly Hill. Um, you know, Dorchester, I think, you know, the team to beat in our region right now. You know, they... You know, they had a quarterback, I think, who was hurt last year against us. Um, you know, he's back. So, you know, we just got to be ready for all of them. You know, but the biggest thing for us is, you know, we're just preparing for Hilton Head Prep so we can go in there and, you know, beat them this Friday. At least try to beat them this Friday. Um, plus, you got to play against the weather, too, at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. That's when it's uh, the humidity and the, the the heat are really up there. And, uh, you know, t tell people about what it's like playing or coaching at a small school where you you got, what, 25 guys on a team and you're lying about both guys going both ways. I mean, tell, tell us how you uh, work that out. You know, right now it's you know our numbers are up. We got actually we have thirty four players on our team, which is you know that's a good number for us. You know, last year we were at twenty six. You know, we're at thirty four right now, so we got a lot of guys. We really, other than uh, there's probably two or three that play both ways, but for most part we're too platooned. Um, you know, we got guys who just play offense and guys that just play defense. And you know, once we get those guys that are injured, there's four there's four guys that are injured. We on the offense and defense line, really our front seven, we will. Really be too platooned, which is you know it's pretty pretty nice you know at this level you know you guys got you got guys just playing one way. Oh, I mean, I, I can vouch for that. I mean, uh, when my first year over at St. Andrews, I had 18 kids to start. We wound up with 24, and and when, you know, in New York, when I coached at the, one of the well, if not the smallest public school in where I was, we only had sometimes 23 kids on a, on a team. And in New York, the law states the New York, uh, you know. Uh, Sports, the athletic association. You can't go to a football game unless you got twenty-one guys stretched, uh, dressed. So it was tough times, but that's great. Thirty-four kids buying into the program. So uh, quickly, uh, we got about a minute to go here. Uh, Keenard Campbell, any big looks? Any big colleges? He's getting a lot of looks. I'm just trying to get him. You know, he don't have any. He officially doesn't have any offers, which is you know blows my mind because you know I've coached some pretty good players, and he's up there with them. You know, his his lower body. You know, they say he's weak. He's not very strong. You know, he benches. He's squat 500 pounds, and he benches right around 270. So it's not like he's a weak kid. That's why you know people have a hard time tackling. You know, tackling. Last night Hilton had Christian. You know, he just he'd run through arm tackles. 
It doesn't matter I mean, what, what, if we were playing anybody in this city. You know, there's, they're going to you're going to have to tackle him. You're not going to just trip him up because you know he's just going to run through those arm tackles because well. His work need, ethic's pretty good. Like you said, people need to see it. You go to YouTube and type in Keenar Campbell. You can see highlights all over the place. The kid is a football player. He doesn't get that just do. I mean, uh, you know, and, and Coach, I, I feel for you because when you play in Skeezer or Giza, the small independent school association, people aren't really looking for, you know, for that, uh, for that top-notch athlete. But I'm telling you, he's a player. And, uh, you know, I, I saw him last year, and uh, I, I'm going to get a chance to watch him this year. He's just a man amongst boys, a uh, man amongst boys in that, in that skis and he's going to do phenomenal things on the next level yep he is and you know big thing for us is you know i wish we could play some of these teams around the city just to you know show how good he actually is all right coach well i wish you the best of luck and i know you got hitland prep uh, Four, three, seven, on an afternoon, two, four, afternoon which is going to be tough you got to battle seven. them and you got to battle heat and uh, the pond over there you just can't kick the ball there because you don't know if the alligators are over there so uh good luck keep it up and uh, we'll be talking during the season all right, yes, sir. Thank you for having me on today. I appreciate it. Good luck, Coach. Jonathan Mark. Mock, the head coach at Bible Baptist, once again victorious last night. I mean, what more can you say? They take on Hilton Head Christian, the defending Skeezer, double-A school, 44-27. And we'll be talking to Keenard Campbell in the second hour, get his perspective what's going over, uh, you know, what's going on there at Bible Baptist. And once again, we're up against the clock. You're listening to the Call of the Massey Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We'll be talking Red Raider football from last night with the head man, Donald Chumley, and a lot of people are stunned that the Red Raiders, Savannah Christian, knocked off the number two team in the state, Prince Avenue Christian, 17-9. Stay tuned. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics, on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. <laughs> And I'm Carl Tomasi. Today's show is brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah Hillhead, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. Well, last night we had the high school Friday night football game of the week right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, fueled by Enmark. And it was uh, a great game. We had the number two team in the state and class A private schools. Prince Avenue Christian coming with former Camden County head coach Jeff Heron over to Garden City to take on the number nine team, Savannah Christian Red Raiders. And I mean, it was hyped up. Two great programs, two perennial state playoff teams. They've been in the playoffs, semifinals, finals the last five years together. I mean, so, you know, what more do you want? It was a great stage over there at Garden City Stadium. And now joining us on the ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head AM 1400 104.3 FM hotline is the head coach of Savannah Christian, Don Donald Chumley. Good morning, Donald. Good morning, Carl. How y'all doing? Hey, we're doing good. We're talking local sports, and uh, I, I got a chance to watch that Red Raider defense once again, which I've watched many times. And I'm telling you, Coach, I know we talked before the game. You have a lot of young kids. But I, as I told you yesterday, your young team has grown up with that big win last night, right? Oh, I don't think there's no question. I, I just couldn't be more proud of them. Those guys, uh, we played a heck of a football team last night. Uh, very talented, very talented, and very well coached, of course. And uh, our guys, uh, you know, just, just refused to uh, give up. Uh, they were uh, a lot of them had to go both ways, but they but they did what they did what they had to to win the game, and, and, and I just couldn't be more proud. 
I mean, uh, Prince Avenue Christian comes in scoring 98 points in two games, Coach. And I know you watched a lot of film and you had two weeks to get prepared. But this team had to scare you. Uh, well, you know, I'm going to tell you, on film, and and uh, they're going to be there at the end. They're going to be close at the end, uh, one way or the other. There's no question. They're, they're just too talented. Um, you know, that's what makes it so special, I think, because uh, our guys uh, knew how good they were coming in. I mean, you couldn't hide the fact that how talented they were. And, uh, you know, they executed our game plan. We, we felt like we had a good game plan going into the game. Uh, it was just a question, you know, would our kids stay disciplined facing that kind of an offense, being so young? Uh, yeah, that was a concern. But boy, I tell you, they just uh, they just stuck with the whole game, and and, and uh, again, it's just it was a great win. Well, I mean, I mean, like you said, your young guys grow up. We take away that this team is growing up and they're learning fast. The first game, 6-6 tie with Jenkins, which the last two years you've had nail biters with them, so they're playing one of the biggest schools in the area. Just unbelievable. And uh, now you're coming into the season with a lot of young kids, a lot of unknowns. Uh, you know, everybody says that, you know, Savannah Christian might be rebuilding, but I think you're reloading because uh, the future, you know, is right there in your program. Uh, tell, tell us about the kids and uh, who's stepping up there and who's making a big difference for the Red Raiders this year. Well, you know, our numbers are down, you know, and that's kind of the case for a lot of schools, a lot of smaller schools, especially private schools. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, we talked about it, you know, nobody's going to feel sorry for us. We're not going to sit around and feel sorry for ourselves. Everybody's got to pick up their play, and everybody's got to be ready to play. Uh, I think we have 43 or 44 on the roster, but, uh, you know, we had two, two freshmen last night that just played tremendous and has all season. Uh, I can't say enough about uh, uh, Evan Reese. Uh, he's a freshman, and he started on both sides of the ball. He started tight end and defensive end. Uh, he's going to be one heck of a player, and uh, just how much he's improved in two weeks is, is amazing. Uh, also, um, uh, Zach Quinney uh, stepped in on the offensive line and, and played. And, and, you know, you're getting freshmen playing up front, uh, that just doesn't happen a whole lot. So, so I just couldn't be more proud of them. Another freshman, uh, uh, Ben Jackson, come in and run fullback for us. Uh, uh, you know, we're a very beat up team uh, right, you know, right now. But uh, these young guys just stepped up, and boy, they they played well. Well, I, I and I know I haven't pronounced his name all. And you know, I, I had a trouble last time last night. Your punter, Ben Hoistler, Hoistler. Yeah, uh, Hoistler played. Um, uh, he, he he played big last week uh, against Jenkins, and uh, a couple weeks ago against Jenkins, and he played uh, uh, the same uh, this game. He uh, again, you're talking about a sophomore that that uh, played on both sides of the ball, made a huge reception. He's a very talented kid, uh, but but uh, again. Uh, him, uh, you know, you talk about J.T. Mertz, a junior, Nick Bateman, Nick Corsick, one of the few seniors we have on the football team. Uh, all these guys uh, defensively. Uh, uh, John Jackson, uh, Ben's older brother, played tremendous. Uh, uh, I could go on and on. Uh, you know, um, it, it was we had a Dylan Harper, a sophomore defensive end. Uh, they, they they really played uh, a team football against a very very big and physical football team. I I just couldn't be more proud of them. 
Oh, I mean, they were they were much bigger than you, and uh, you know they came out with the reputation of being number two in the state. I mean, semifinals two years ago, finals last year. So you know, it, it's definitely a proven pro program. And now you got Jeff Heron coming in to take over the program. Uh, man's got four state titles under his belt. I mean, pretty impressive. And I think you know, just reading t this morning's paper, uh, Dennis Knight does a great job. And you know, the headlines is uh, Red Raiders stun Prince Avenue. I mean, I, I mean, I, you know, and, and my play-by-play -play guy who was helping me last night, Gabriel uh, Quint. Taro, I mean, they, they said this would be a shocker, but I wasn't shocked because I, I really feel that, you know, Savannah Christian, when they come to play to a game, is prepared. I mean, were you shocked by everybody making that much of an underdog? Well, I kind of like that role as a coach. I mean, I'll be honest with you, uh, it makes it, uh, uh, you know, look, I, I think on paper, uh, they're definitely, you would have to give them the nod. But thank, my thank the Lord they don't play this game on paper. Uh, the kids the kids will decide it on the field. And uh, a lot of things happen in a football game. I, I was not uh, surprised we would win, but, but to say that, uh, you know, I, I knew the, 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 the challenges that we were going to face. And I knew that we were going to have to play extremely well to have a chance. And, and I think the kids, uh, uh, they stepped up uh, in, in a bigger way than even I thought they would or could. So, uh, you know, as a coach, you know, I, I'm, aware, I'm always, uh, you know, hope for the best for the worst, you know, that's, my, that's kind of the way I am, but uh, these kids, they believe and, and I think when you believe uh, I think that can carry you a long ways and, and, and these guys uh, hopefully that's a catapult for the rest of the season well, Coach, uh, we're talking about the rest of the season. Like you said, you got you got another bye week, and then you come back. You got the rest of the schedule. There's no buys left in it. Tell us about the region. What, what, I mean, you got to go against Montgomery County and Johnson County before you get into your reason schedule. And we know Montgomery County is usually an average team. Johnson County has a lot of tradition. What about the rest of the schedule? What does it look like for you? Well, I'll tell you, uh, you know, you got to be ready each and every week. I mean, again, uh, we can't worry about who we're playing. It's, we just kind of kind of worry about ourselves and, and are we getting better? I think we got better the last two weeks. Uh, uh, we got we got to uh, take advantage of the off week. Uh, same, you know, we got to heal up, but we got to get better uh, because that long stretch is coming and. Uh, uh, if you get into the playoffs, then it, then it becomes even more of a, a, a grind through the playoffs. So, uh, you know, we pride ourselves on, on being ready and, you know, uh, looking at games 11 through 15. And this year's no different, even though we're very, very young. But uh, the rest of the region, you know, anybody can beat you on our schedule. Johnson County is having an out. I mean, obviously, I have not seen them, but looking at their scores, and uh, they were good last year. Uh, I think they, they're really good, so that game's going to be huge. I and mean, you got Claxton, and, of course, you got Calvary down out there. Uh, that, that's as good as anybody in the state. So uh, we can't relax, and I can assure you I won't relax. Uh, I'm nervous thinking about it, but, you know, <laughs> that's that's why we uh, uh, this exciting time of the year. Uh, the school's excited, the kids excited, and, and man, that's what that's what makes it so much fun. It is uh, you know the, the possibilities are out there, and we just got to keep getting better.
Well, Coach, uh, great job again uh, having your, your young team ready to play some football last night. I mean, very impressed the way they you know they rallied around each other and they uh, did a great job on defense. And uh, once again, we'll see you two more times because you'll be on the high school game of the week two more times on ESPN Radio 104.3 FM. Thanks for taking the time and uh, good luck. And I know, as you always say, and with your coaching staff, go Raiders. There you go. And thank you all so much, Carl. You all do a great job and we appreciate all the coverage. Thank you so much. Thanks, Donald. Have a good day, and I'll talk to you during the week. Okay, good. Thank you. And once again, that's Savannah Christian head football coach Donald Chumley with a great victory last night, beating Prince Avenue Christian, the number two team in the state, 17-9. to uh, The Red Raiders' young team growing up last night, and uh, he's got another bye week to prepare for two weeks for Montgomery County, and uh, you know the Red Raiders will be coming out and be prepared. Next up, we'll talk some local college sports, so we'll talk volleyball, soccer. We'll talk some... Uh, Georgia football, maybe. You're listening to the Carl Donasi Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. We'll be right back. Mike Golick here inviting you to join Greeny and I every weekday morning from 6 to 10 as we break down the big news stories first. Whether it's interviewing star players or coaches or breaking news with members of the ESPN family. Kick off your morning the right way with Mike and Mike in the morning right here on ESPN Radio 1400 and FM 104.3. From Savannah to Hilton Head, ESPN Radio 1400 and FM 104.3 has the low country covered with the best sports news and insight. Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And I'm called Damasi, and I'm glad you could join me. And remember, today's show is presented to you by Optum Orthopedics. Remember, they're doctor-led and patient-focused right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. Well, we've talked a lot of high school football. We talked to Jonathan Mark, the head coach of Bible Baptist. Thank you. i got to thank him for coming on, telling us about great season they happened over there. Bible Baptist, they did the... They are the defending skis of Class A champions, and it looks like they're going to make a run for that again. And then, of course, Savannah Christian head football coach Donald Chumley talking about his big win last night against Prince Avenue Christian, 17-9. Let's touch on the local college scene. we got a lot going on over at Armstrong Atlantic State. they got a soccer tournament going on called the Clash on the Coast. Okay, it started last night, and the uh, Armstrong Lady Pirates tied Grand Valley State 0-0. It continues tomorrow over there at... Uh, Armstrong Atlantic State, go behind the softball and baseball fields. You'll see a beautiful soccer field. And, of course, Armstrong has its uh, uh, Pirate Volleyball Classic going on. And they opened up and they picked up a big win last night against... Uh, er they picked up two wins against uh, Erskine and Lincoln Memorial. And so, you know, once again, the Lady Pirates uh, volleyball off to a good row. Another per perennial Division II contender right there in volleyball and soccer. Uh, SCAD, big win last night in soccer, women's soccer. They beat Cumberland 5-2. So the SCAD Bs are uh, starting their fall athletic season. So we got to follow up in SCAD. Savannah Christian, sorry, Savannah State uh, lost two volleyball matches yesterday, uh, falling to Providence and Stetson. So the Lady, uh, the Lady Tigers are on the volleyball court. So we got to follow what's going on with them. We got just so much going on. We got a lot of college football today. We got uh, Georgia Southern taking on St. Francis. At 6 o'clock up there in Paulson Stadium, we got Savannah State at Troy, 7 o'clock. 
And, of course, the big one, everybody, two, two in a row for uh, Georgia taking on those South Carolina teams. Heartbreaker last week against Clemson. Tonight taking on, or this afternoon taking on South Carolina at 4.30 between the hedges up there in Athens. Just so much going on. And my producer, every Saturday morning, who follows college football as much as I do, probably even more, and that's P.J. Zuko. What's up, P.J.? Hey, Carl, just getting ready for this big day of college football after an awesome day of uh, high school football. So, got some great weekends down here in Georgia. I mean, it's unbelievable. And, you know, I feel bad for Georgia. I mean, you know, they're one snap away from uh, going into overtime with Clemson. Taj Boyd was unbelievable. I mean, he definitely definitely is owning up to his uh, Heisman Trophy uh, lookout watch. I mean, Aaron, Money, I, Aaron Murray, I thought, could have felt played a little better. And I feel so bad for Malcolm Mitchell. And, you know, I've been doing this for 30 years. And, you know, I, it's just a, a freak accident that he's, uh, he's celebrating uh, Gurley's great run and he tears his ACL. Do you believe that? It is unbelievable, and I, I feel terrible for him. And, and that's one of the things. Most people, when they break something or mess something up during a celebration, it's because they're off doing something stupid, trying some big celebration and showboating. All he was doing was congratulating Gurley. I mean, he wasn't doing some really crazy, stupid celebration. He just went up and chest bumped Gurley because that's what you do after a touchdown. Obviously, you're very excited. First touchdown of the season, you're against Clemson, you're at Clemson, so you're very excited about that and you come down and tear your ACL without even really getting into any action so yeah I definitely feel terrible for him feel bad for Georgia also for losing that game so close I mean you come off a heartbreaker to Alabama, and then you get a heartbreaker in Clemson. But I'll tell you what, we, we can feel sorry for them right now. We can, but they can't feel sorry for themselves because today they got another big matchup against South Carolina. So they got to come out angry. They got to come out mad. They, they can't come out sad. I mean, they got to bounce back, and that's, that's part of that's the nature of the game. I mean, you lose by three points, you're playing in Clemson, which, from what I understand, I've never been there. It's a tough place to play. So, uh, you know, you're in the ball game. It's not like you were out of the ball game. So, it's just that, you know, the defense didn't come up and make big plays. And like I said last week, talking to uh, sports columnist Stephen Weeks, I, I was worried about Clemson's defensive ends. And they, they put a lot of pressure on uh, Murray when he had to throw the ball. Oh, yeah, they did. And you, you definitely heard a lot about that. Of course, whenever Georgia loses, you're going to hear people talking about Mark Rick, Mark, Mike Bobo, and things like that. But this is the thing. You ran into a great Clemson team, a Clemson team that could go to the national championship if they win all their games. Will go to the national championship, I think, if they win all their games. It's not like you you lost to some low-level team that you have no idea about. You lost to a great team that's in the top ten, in the top five now, and could be competing for a national championship. So, I don't think Georgia's that far off. Obviously, they they lost by three points. I mean, it's it's not like they lost by twenty. They're not that far off. And if you can come out, play angry against South Carolina tonight, you can pick up that win. And then you got LSU in a couple weeks. Obviously, going to be a tough game. But no time to feel sorry for yourself, and no time to look back at that Clemson game, even though you were in it. No time to look back at it. You got to move forward and uh, win out the rest of the year. Honestly. Well, you know, the BCS system, uh, you know, with the uh, playoff system, I think is horrible because now, you know, when you lose one game, you're behind the eight ball. You really, really got to You really got to bounce back and you got to try and fight to win. So, you know, but it's in Athens, which I think gives them the advantage. I, I think South Carolina is very good. Clowney had, a, you know, a, an off game last week. He was tired. He was sick. They were saying, I'm not making excuses, but they better come ready to play. 
So, once again, we're looking at our number two coming up here on the Call of the Massey Sports Report. We'll be talking high school football with the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Bible Baptist player, Keno Campbell. Not last night, but last week he scored 11 touchdowns. You're listening to the Call of the Massey Sports Report. We'll be right back after intermission. So stay tuned for our number two. Call the Massey Sports Report. Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. That's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. <laughs> Good morning, Savannah and the Low Country. Welcome to hour number two of the Call Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hillhead, AM fourteen hundred and one zero fourth. Point three FM. It's Saturday, September 7th. It's football Saturday. Georgia, South Carolina, another big one. They couldn't do it with Clemson last week. I'm hoping they do it between the hedges tonight or this afternoon. Uh, just a, a great atmosphere. Football everywhere. High school sports everywhere. Volleyball, softball, cross country. And it's all here right in Savannah, Georgia. Next week, we have the Tunnel to Tower run here. Over a thousand participants last year. Uh, we're going to be talking about that in uh, the second hour. And uh, once again, we have a great lineup in the second hour we'll be talking to our weather team chiropractic clinic athlete of the week he's a regular here i mean the kid can play some football bible baptist quarterback and defensive back keenard campbell unbelievable two weeks ago 11 accounted for 11 touchdowns last night six touchdowns and you know everybody says you know you know he's playing in skis the, the kid can play football I don't care whether you play in Skeezy, Giza, Georgia High School, South Carolina High School. The kid can play some football. So, uh, once again, I'm excited about talking to him. And then in the third quarter, we'll talk to, uh, I mean, I'm going back here. And uh, Keynote sitting in here, he's looking at me. Yeah, coach is old. 27 years ago, I coached this young man on my first varsity football team. I was That was my first year as a head coach, and uh, I can't believe he's coming to Savannah next week. He's a New York City Fire Department captain, and he's coming here to represent the New York City Fire Department in the Tunnel to Towel run, and that's Eddie Ryan. And I'm telling you, I'm excited about it. I got goosebumps thinking about it. I haven't seen the kid in 27 years. Well, I mean, it had to be shorter than that because I didn't leave New York till 1995, but uh, he was uh, you know, a big part of that football team. I can tell you what number he wore right now, number 60. Uh, and that's going back 27 years. So you don't forget kids, and I'm excited about that. That'll be about 10.30, 10.33, and then we'll close the show out. Okay, we got to go to that, high, that scoreboard. Atlanta Braves, magic number number nine, even though they lost last night to the Philadelphia Phillies. Great pitching duel between Cliff Lee and Mike Miner. They're nine away from clinching the division. They take on the Phillies tonight, 7.05 in Philadelphia. Savannah Sandnats, our only local professional 
uh, sports team clinches the South South Division Championship last night. They won 5 nothing, beating the Augusta Drive. I mean, Steven Matz has been unbelievable all summer long. Uh, the Braves, uh, the Braves, sorry. The uh, Nats, uh, I mean, going to the championship. Starting Monday, uh, number five prospect in the Met organization, Brandon, Brandon Nimmo. I mean, two for three last night. Two-game series, he batted 571. He batted 324 for the month of August. They're clicking, and the Nats will be home next week playing for the Sally League Championship, which I think last was done in 1994 and 95. John Katz, general manager, you know, he's looking for it, and I hope the Nats bring home the championship. They'll play the winner of the West Virginia Power and the Hagerstown, Hagerstown team who played tonight to decide who is the other team in the final. All right, high school scoreboard. Football, that is. It's pigskin time. Thursday night, Bullock Academy all over Bethesda, 34-0. Bethesda goes up to Statesboro, gets beat 34-0. Last night, the high school football game of the week on ESPN Radio Savannah, 104.3. Savannah Christian takes on Prince Avenue Christian, the number two team in the state, and beats them 17-9. Unbelievable defense. Uh, J.T. Mertz, Nick Korzak, Nick Bateman, P.J. Green, John Jackson, Ahmad Johnson, and uh, i, I got to pronounce it, Ben Heusler. I know I was saying Hausler last night. It's Ben Heusler, the punter, and uh, a wide receiver made a big catch for their second, led to their second touchdown. Overall, a great night for the Red Raiders. And you better watch out because the Red Raiders are back. Everybody says they're too young, and that, they were shocked last night. Can't be shocked when Donald Chumley has two weeks to prepare his football team for a team. So, great job. And like he said, if you missed the uh, first part of the show, we had Donald Chumley on. They're looking for games number 11 to, four, 11, to four, 11 to 15, and that's what you play for. Bible Baptist, I mean, 60 to 6, 88 to 47. Last night, 44 to 27. And we'll be talking to the man that controls that offense, that drives that train or drives that tribe. And that's Keenard Campbell in our next segment of the show, and he'll be the Weathington Chiropractic Clinic after the week. Richmond Hill, Coach Guy's got him rolling up there to Wildcats, 28-6 over Beach. Nick Fitzgerald, quarterback, 4-7 for seven passing, 102 yards with two touchdowns, and he scored two rushing touchdowns and ran for 137 yards. Great job, Nick Fitzgerald. Memorial Day School. Goes down to Frederica, 40 to 10. Malcolm Quarterman rushed for 203 yards, three touchdowns, one two-point conversion. Marlon Latson, 123 yards on seven carries and two touchdowns. Coach Jordan comes up short. They go down to Bradwell. They lose by a touchdown, 34-28. Camden all over Johnson, 55-0. Effingham trailing by 10 points. Going into the fourth quarter, beat. The Gamecocks of Scraven County, 27-23 for Buddy Holder's first win as a head coach. Up there in Effingham, great job, Rebels, and congratulations to Buddy Holder. D.C. on the bus to Long County, but I'm telling you right now, the long trip to Long County was worth it. 49 to nothing. The cadets over the blue wave. Stevie Powers, 10 of 12, two touchdowns. Brad Stewart, two catches, 92 yards for with a 76-yard touchdown. So, great night for the cadets. South Effingham comes back to beat Jenkins, 25-21. But in a losing cause, Brandon Carter... 212 yards rushing on 28 carries, 227 yards passing, and two scores. And, of course, you know, the man is very good playing quarterback. But on the Mustang side, the quarterback, Tyler Pullum, finished with 139 yards passing, 50 yards rushing. And their key running back was Patrick, Patrick Brown, who ran for 79 yards in a Mustang comeback win. St. Andrews gets on the board. Doug Dixon gets his first, his first 
win at St. Andrews. They beat First Presbyterian 36-26. Wright Wallace, the running back, senior running back, ran for 1,000 yards last year. Rushes for 221 yards on 21 carries and three TDs. Bryan County wins in tr- triple overtime against Toons County 34-27. Jerry McClendon, two touchdowns, two TD run for the quarterback. So, uh... Once again, uh, you know, unbelievable night here in Savannah with teams coming back, te- kids having unbelievable uh, games. Over in the Low Country, Battery Creek beats Well Branch twenty-two nothing. Buford beats Aiken twenty-one nothing. Bluffton also in three overtimes beats AC Flora thirty-seven thirty-one. Bible Baptist we already announced beats Hillnet Christian forty-four twenty-seven. Thomas Hayward all over Calhoun forty-two twenty-six. Uh, Hilton Head High School all over Ridgeville Hardyville forty-seven six. And Hilton Head Prep travels up to Laundering Mat. Ma- Sorry, Lawrence Manning, and loses 39-16. So once again, that's all the local uh, local scores. In college, we have the uh, clash of the... Uh Clash. Uh, we have the Clash of the Titans. Or, uh, sorry, the Clash on the Coast going on over at Armstrong at soccer tournament. Uh, Armstrong tied Grand Valley State yesterday 0-0. They continue playing it tomorrow. We have the volleyball going on over there. Armstrong SCAD won. Women's uh, soccer team won 5-2 over Cumberland. So just so much, so much going on here in Savannah, Georgia as far as sports. And, uh, you know, it's an exciting time. We got the Gamecocks tonight. Georgia Tech has off. Georgia Southern takes on St. Francis of Pennsylvania. Uh, Savannah State travels to Troy, so let's get to it. Let's 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 get involved in all the sports that are going on. Hey, if you want to give us a call at 920-4441, let's hear about your favorite team, favorite athlete athlete. And don't forget, Enmark, WJCL, the big guy, the coastal source, and ESPN Radio are teaming up. They're going to pick the high school football player of the week. Well, they're not going to pick it. They want you guys to pick it. They want the fans to pick it. Go to WJCL.com or go to Nmark, and you can go on their uh, websites, and you can vote for the player of the week. They want the fans to vote for it. Frank Frank Silkowski is not picking it. Nmark's not picking it. I'm not picking it. I have nothing to do with it. I don't want to pick it. I don't want to be involved in it. Just like the athlete of the week that I have here on my show, I want people to nominate it. And you call me, you give me a kid, Hey, that kid has a good shot of being the athlete of the week for the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic on the show. So remember, Enmark, WJCL, and ESPN Radio are now presenting you the high school football game of the week, and they want your vote. Go to WJCL.com, click on the Enmark's uh, uh, symbol or icon, and then go to Enmark Savannah, click on the Enmark symbol, and vote for the player of the week. Well, this cannot be possible without my sponsor. Optum Orthopedics. Remember, they have 26 of the finest, best-trained orthopedic surgeons in the region, a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, all in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics used to be the Southeastern Orthopedic Center, same great place, just a different name, is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care, and they support our local athletes and our local sports. The center is located at 210 East Red Avenue, right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia, or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.orthocentersav.com and their new website, optumhealth.com, for more, infor- for more information about... Uh, uh, for more information for orthopedic care. Yes, yeah, live radio, and we get tongue twisted sometimes there. But you know what? It's fun, and I'm loving it. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah Hillnet, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We're going to be talking a little Braves football with the man himself, quarterback, Keenard Campbell, right here on the Call of the Monster Sports Report. We'll be right back. 
And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi. I'm glad you could join me on this beautiful Saturday morning. And remember, today's show is presented to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. This is a segment... That I love when someone gives me a call and nominates a football player. And last week I got a phone call about this young man. He's been on my show last year. He's a, a, a phenomenal young man, young athlete, young student, great student, great athlete. And he loves playing high school sports. And I'm telling you, on the football field, I mean, last year we talked about it. He completed 224 passes of, out of 4 and 5 for over 3,000 yards, uh, 36 touchdowns. He threw 14 interceptions, but that's not his fault. Some of them were tipped, but, you know, that's part of the game. Remember, when you throw football there's only one good thing that can happen is when your teammate or somebody on your team catches the ball there are two other things that can happen one incomplete it's not gonna hurt you but an interception but you know what you have to throw the ball down the field because that's the way they're playing the game now and he also rushed for over 1800 yards scored 22 touchdowns in addition from his free safety position he made 51 tackles picked off two passes i mean he's just an unbelievable athlete and i'm telling you last week uh I got, uh, he scored, let me find my notes here because I want to get it right. I thought it was only eight, but I was corrected when they nominated him. Okay. Last week against Thomas Haywood in an 88 to 47. Game. No, he didn't score a lot of three-pointers, and he didn't get a lot of points. This is football, okay? Uh, he passed for 289 yards and six touchdown passes, then ran for 244 yards and had five touchdowns. And last night against uh, Hilton Head Christian, uh, which was slated as the Battle of the Champions because Bible Baptist won the Class A skis the title last year. Thomas Haywood won the, uh, sorry, Thomas Haywood played them in the finals. Hilton Head Christian won the double A. So it was a battle of champions, and he ran for three touchdowns last night, threw for another three. He threw two to Chad Boatwright uh, for two touchdowns, and he threw to his younger brother, William Campbell. I mean, just a phenomenal season right now. And I'm happy because he's joining us now in the ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head AM 1400 104.3 FM studio. Quarterback, senior for the Bible Baptist Braves, Keenard Campbell. Good morning, Keenard. Good morning. How are you doing, Coach DeMoss? Hey, you know, having fun talking to you about sports again. And uh, I'm telling you right now, you know, everybody says, well, you know, he's putting up John Madden numbers or Madden numbers and he's playing in uh, skis. I mean, but, you know, it, it, you got to have fun what you're doing. You got you to gotta love what Coach Mark has brought to that school with that offense. Yeah, so there's a lot of fun because Coach Mark is he's a smart coach. And uh, I just love what he does with different plays, like different plays in practice. We just come up with different things to do that are, um, stall the defense. And it works every time in the game. So, so I mean, I mean, this is not the first time you're here, and I, you know, we, we, we'll get to the basic questions when you start playing football, so people get to know Keenard Campbell, senior at Bible Baptist, right here in the uh, ESPN Radio Savannah Studio. I'm Carl Demasi. I'm just excited talking about this kid. But Keenard, 11 touchdowns in a game. Did you ever think that would happen? I mean, last year you didn't even come close to that. What was it? Six was the most, I think. Six. So, I mean, 11 touchdowns in a game. Tell us about that. How does that feel being involved in 11 touchdowns in a high school football game? I mean, it was an amazing feeling, but. I didn't believe the stats myself until after the game was over. I mean, I was just out there playing, and the team was playing. We played great that game, um, even though we gave up a lot of points in the first half. But we stuck to it. Second half, it was on from there. We just sped away. And I didn't know, I didn't know anything about the stats until after the game was over. It was great. 
I mean, that's two weeks two weeks in a row. You took on Thomas Haywood, who played in the double-A final against Hilton and Christian. You come out last night, and you still you still are involved in six touchdowns. I mean, what was your feeling going into last night's game? Because, you know, I talked to Coach Mock early in the week. I talked to Coach uh, Boucher, who's the basketball coach, AD, and they were worried because they said you guys were banged up. But, I mean, when I saw the final score, I said, man, I, I don't know if they're banged up. I mean, 44 points again. I mean, 60 points in one game, 80 in another. It's just unbelievable. What were your thoughts going into last night's game against Hilton and Christian? Mm-hmm. We had we have a lot of uh, we had a lot of people out. Casey Hughes, um, Taylor Mathis, they were out from injuries that I mean we we couldn't we couldn't deal. I mean we could deal with, but I mean uh, I was, it was kind of like a lot of nerves just going into that game just because of the fact that it was two state champions playing against each other um, in one night and uh, everybody built it up to be like this big game. So it was just a lot of nerves going in the game. But as soon as that first snap happened. I mean, it was on from there. The nerves went away, and it was just a matter of just playing football from there. I, I, I know you don't think about it once the game starts, and you're into it before the game. You know, a little nervous. I mean, because I mean, I don't think you guys ever beat Hillhead Christian, right? No, not not last year or the years that I've been there. We've never beat Hillhead Christian at all. And you take on another team you never beat, Hilton Head Prep, next week, right? Yep, next week. Last year I was out um, with a knee injury. Last year I had a slightly torn um, MCL, so. Um, I didn't get to play that game. Plus, we got rained out, so it, 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 it ended kind of early. But I'm excited to be playing against them this year. I mean, and you know, I know. You, you, I mean, you mentioned Casey Hughes out with a knee injury. You got uh, Mathis out with a uh, broken collarbone. I mean, but I know. You, I mean, the first thing I asked you, what's so great about this year? And you can tell this kid's a football player and a quarterback because the first thing you said. My linemen have improved. If you don't have the men in the trenches, or as we say as coaches, the hogs, the guys that do all the grunt work, you're not going anywhere. So send out some love to your offensive linemen. Yeah, my offensive line is like, they're, they're the greatest. I mean, they're young. We have a lot of juniors, sophomores. I don't think we have any seniors on the line. So, I mean, they improved a lot from last year. And then this year, we did a lot of uh, film sessions, watching, seeing what we could do better on the line. And they really, really improved this year. And I'm proud of them for that. Well, I mean, it, they got to be giving you enough time for you to do. I know you spread the field out, but you still got to block the guys in front mm-hmm. of you. So they're doing a lot. So I'm talking to uh, Keenard Campbell, the quarterback, senior quarterback at Bible Baptist School, uh, the Braves. I mean, they're on a roll. They're three and zero. They're the defending state champions and skis in Class A. And I mean, so so tell us about football. When did you start playing football? When did you fall in love with this game? Um. I really, uh, my first year playing football, I was six years old, and I mean, I guess the only reason I actually started playing football was because my mom and dad said I was too hyper, so, <laughs> I mean, they wanted me to knock out some energy, so I went out and played football, I played for the Savannah Stallions, but I, I started out at six years old. I mean, it's a game that's physical, and you said they threw you out there to get some of that physical hyperness out of you, I mean, but what, what do you like most about the game? Um... The thing I love the most about football is, um, I mean, not just touchdowns and interceptions, but I like the the hitting, the physical part of football. I love that part because, I mean, ever since I was young, I love to hit people, and that's just been one of my dreams, just to go play college football, play NFL football, and just play on the defensive side of the ball and hit. It's my um. It's fun playing a game. That's legal, and you get to hit people. Yeah, you just do it within the rules. You can hit anybody you want. Mm-hmm. You take out you take out a lot of a, a lot of aggression on people that you have pinned up all week that you can't wait to get out. And football is the best filter for that. 
So it's the, the, the guy that throws the first punch is going to win, and that's what football's all about. And, uh, you know, being a football player now, you started at six years old. What, what do you feel is your best football skill? Is it hitting? Is it tackling? Is it throwing? Is it running? I mean, I mean, you do it all. So, I mean, what, what do you think is the best skill that Keenard Campbell brings to the game? I mean, I love to hit, but I think my best skill when it comes to football is just running the ball because – I mean, I don't know. I don't know how I do. I, I guess it's by the grace of God, but I mean, running is my uh, my best ability. I'm telling you right now, being a coach, you can't teach how to cut. You can't teach how to see the alleys that are open or the areas that are open, or as we see football coaches say, finding the open grass. I mean, it's it's natural. You can't teach that. So, I mean, you definitely, I've watched you a couple times. You got a knack for that. Now, as far as the, going into the senior, your senior year, what was your routine to make you a better football player? I mean, it was a lot of uh, just, you know, last year we did a lot of summer workouts and that was it. But this year, I mean, we got, I had, I changed my repertoire of just not just doing the summer workouts and start, I mean, that, and being done for the day. You got to put in extra work, like extra, after the summer workouts, you got to throw the ball and still work on your abilities to help you during the football season. Nice. I mean, I mean, so, you know, you're going into the season, you're working on getting better, you start practicing throwing the ball a little more. What do you think, what, what, not what you think, what was your personal goal for this season? For you? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't I didn't really have any personal goals. I mean, my ultimate goal for us as a team was to just to get back to win state championship. I mean, it didn't matter where I played on this, what side of the ball I played on. If I didn't play quarterback this year, I would be fine with it. I just wanted to for the team to um, win another state championship. Well, you guys are doing a great job, and the team goal is to win another state championship. Coach Mock has talked about that. I mean, once you win it, you got to defend it, so you want it back. Now, I asked Coach Mock this, and we'll get into uh, a couple things before we, uh, we're getting on a two-minute two warning here. You got a, a bullseye on your back. Everybody now knows in South Carolina and in Georgia who Keenard Campbell is. How does it feel having that uh, bullet on, you know, that bullseye, not the bullet, the bullseye mm. on your chest or on your back? I mean, being the man that they want to stop. I love it. I mean, just from just passes, not having it, and just actually just starting to chase it, chasing um, chasing the people with the bullseye. I mean, it actually feels good to like actually have the bullseye on you for once. But it also helps us. Just to work harder, to know that teams are out to get us, and we gotta, we gotta work harder just to beat them because they're gonna come hard after us. And they're gonna bring their A game. Mm. They're not gonna, you know. Here comes Bible Baptist. We know we gotta be ready. Now, as far as your future plans, you want to go to college. Um, as far as the colleges that have shown interest to you and what you want to do, tell us about that. Who's shown interest to you? I mean, I had a lot of uh, uh, scouts, um, people come down from Georgia, Georgia Tech, Georgia Southern, Florida State, basically. Um, they're talking about me playing on both sides of the ball, but my main position would be probably be a free safety on defense. And I know you'd rather hit people than get hit, right? Yeah, so, I'd rather hit people. Once again, we're talking to Keenard Campbell, the quarterback from Bible Baptist. Uh, he's a senior, unbelievable numbers last year, uh, starting off the senior his senior year great. Now, you also play another sport, basketball, and you probably do track, too. Do they have track at Bible Baptist? No, we don't have track. I used to run track, but it was really fun, but we don't have track. So out of the two sports, which one do you like the most? Um, football. That's, that's hands down. Football is hands down. That's hands down with the mm -hmm. football. Well, you know, uh, hopefully you'll get that college look. And uh, let me just get this. You've been having, you know, so far you've had a great season to start off. Once again, you were nominated, got a phone call all about Keenard Campbell. I told a person, yeah, I know about Keenard. I mean, they were really hyping you up. And you deserve all the hype you get because you've had a phenomenal high school career over at Bible Baptist. So this week's Weathering Team Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, 
for September 7th, 2013 from Bible Baptist Football, Bible Baptist Day School, their football program. Keenard Campbell, and believe me, people, if you get a chance, go to YouTube, watch his films on YouTube, uh, get, get to a game and see the real thing. Because YouTube doesn't do any justice. you got to see him do the real thing. And last night, once again, taking on the defending class double-A champion, Hilton Head Christian. They came away victorious, 44-27, involved in uh, six touchdowns. Just a, a great great football player, great athlete, and a great kid, Keenard Campbell. Congratulations, Keenard. Yes, sir. Thank you, Coach Demar. <laughs> Here we go. So, once again, uh, you got to check it out. Next week, they're at Hilton Head Prep. Then they're on the road against Do- They're on the road for the next three weeks at Hilton Head Prep, at Dorchester, at Palmetto Christian, and then they come on, home on October 11th to take on Williamsburg Prep. Once again, this cannot be possible without my sponsor for this segment, and that's Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic. Remember, your back hurts, another body parts hurt, another body part hurts all the time. It makes you mad. The pain drives you crazy. You just want to pick something up and throw it across the room if you can. While at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care and pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and of course, achieve a healthier life. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, located at the corner of 70th Avenue and Waters Avenue, right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. Well, next up, we're going to get a little off the football bandwagon here, and we're going to talk about the, ta- the, the tunnel to Towers Run, the Savannah Tunnel to Towers Run, right here in Savannah, Georgia next week. I can't believe it with a former football player player of mine for my first head coaching job at my alma mater, East Rockway High School, New York City Fire Department Captain Eddie Ryan. You're listening to the Call of the Mousy Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hillhead, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. Not to be rude, Keenard, thank you for coming in. It's always a pleasure. Yes, sir. Thank and when you, you sign that scholarship, you're coming back. Yes, sir. So <laughs> once again, that's Keenard Campbell. We'll be right back after this. This season, join Enmark and ESPN Radio as we proudly present the very best of Coastal Georgia High School football. Broadcasting live right here on ESPN Radio. And this year, we're starting something truly special. Each week, Enmark, ESPN, the big guy Frank Solkowski of WJCL Fox, and you, the listening audience, are going to help select the player of the week. Go to EnmarkEnjoy.com to learn all the details and cast your vote. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optimal Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And today's show is brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. Well, I- I'm excited about this next segment, and, you know, we talked a lot of football today, but this is dear to me, dear to my heart. You know, it's it's going back to 9-11, 2001, when we lost so many, so many people in the uh, Twin Tower tragedy, and, uh, you know, and one of the, one of, one of the firefighters, uh, you know, it's just a brotherhood. Being a former volunteer fire department member in uh, East Rockway, New York, and growing up in East Rockway, New York, and having a dear friend who lost his life 
in the Twin Towers. He was on the 105th floor, and uh, I'm sending this out to Andy Stern, who I regret after I left Savannah. I never kept in touch with. He was a high school football, baseball teammate of mine. We were both in the same fraternity. You know, back in uh, New York, we had fraternities in high school, just like colleges, and uh, I pledged with him, and Andy Stern did not make it out of the, the one of the Twin Towers. And, you know, we have what's called the Tunnel to Tower Run. You know, if you don't know the story about Steven Seiler, a fire department hero, I mean, he, he was off duty and he heard all about what was happening at the Twin Towers or the World Trade Center, whatever you want to call them. Uh, he had just gotten off of work. He was going out to play golf with family and friends. When he heard the news, he called his wife, tell her he would be late because he had to, to help those in need. He returned to Squad One to get his gear, then took his final heroic steps to the World Trade Center when Stephen drove his truck to the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel and it was closed. With 60 pounds of fireman's gear on, strapped to his back, he ran through the tunnel hoping to meet up with his own company, Squad One. Well, you know, Stephen didn't make it out of that situation. He was one of the 343 firemen we lost. I mean, just a, just a tragedy. And But here in Savannah, we're helping out. And we're having the Savannah Tunnel to Tower run here in, in Savannah, Georgia, next Saturday. And I, I couldn't I couldn't help, but I, I had to have this on. Uh, there's a fine young lady who is in charge of this uh, organization here in Savannah, Jane Grisma. Her brothers went to school with Steven Seiler. Uh, I mean, she knows the family well. Her father worked at the World Trade Center, or I like to call it Twin Towers, because that's what New Yorkers call it. It's just a great, a great event. They raised, they raised over, a, they had about a thousand runners last year. They raised over fifty thousand dollars it goes to directly to two custom homes for uh two uh two people that are you know quadriplegics or not quadriplegics uh they're they're, they're amputees paraplegics i mean i'm just getting nervous now talking about it and you know what's ironic the guy that's waiting on the espn radio savannah hill had am 1400 104.3 fm hotline was on my very first head coaching job football team at East Rockway High School, The Rocks, okay, right there in East Rockway, New York. And I know if people are listening in New York, you guys know me as Carl DeMacy. When I moved down here, I wasn't going to fight the battle because all my life I've been having to say Carl with a K. Now it's down here, they've always called me Carl DeMacy, and I've always stuck with DeMacy, but deep down inside, the New Yorker in me was always called DeMacy. And, but you know what? He played on my football team. He played as his junior year when we went to the, the uh, county championships. His senior year, the same thing. He played with my younger brother, Patrick. I, I, as soon as I heard the name, I could picture his blonde hair wearing number 60 in that Rocks jersey. He's now a captain of the New York City Fire Department, and it's great to speak to him live, Eddie Ryan. What's up, Eddie? Coach Carl, how are you? Hey, Eddie, you know, I've been down in Savannah, Georgia for 18 years, but you know what? I have to say it. I call Savannah home now, but my heart is always back in East Rockaway, New York. And uh, it was phenomenal when I got the story from Tim Guidera, great sports writer, newscaster here in Savannah, Georgia, who's from Staten Island. He took part in the 2002 run up there in New York. And uh, he said, Coach, we got we to gotta promote this. And, you know, when it, when it comes to New York City and the Twin Towers, and I mean, you know people that you've lost, especially the firefighters. I lost a good friend, Andy Stern, who didn't live far from you up there on Robinson Road. I mean, it's just a great story. And uh, so you return here two or three times already. You're coming back. What does this mean for you to come back and run in the Tunnel to Tower race here in Savannah, Georgia, and especially for the New York City Fire Department Brotherhood, brothers that go out there and battle the fires and keep people safe every day? Well, it's just an incredible honor. Uh, you know, Jane Grisman, like you said, is running this. And uh, we're, we're friends of the, the Grisman family. She was nice enough to invite me down. Uh, my father's going to be there as well and represent the, uh, the FDNY and just say thank you to Savannah for uh, supporting this cause. 
and uh, keeping the, the name of, uh, of Steven Stiller alive. And, uh, and it just, you know, the, the, the people really never did forget that uh, when they said that 12 years ago, they meant it. And it, uh, it's, you know, when, when I heard you say it's near and dear to your heart, it, it really is. It, it's truly an honor to come down to Savannah and, and represent the FDNY and uh, say thank you to the people of Savannah who continue to uh, keep the memory alive. I mean, you know, it's such, you know, it's such a tragedy. And, we, you know, you guys, you guys lost 343 brothers. I mean, uh, and, you know, what they're going to do is they what they do here is they have what they call a team 343 kids, team 343, 343 kids will line a certain part of the race to represent the fallen firemen of that tragic day up there in New York on September 11th. And I mean, that's got to be something special when you run through that and you see those kids lined up. I mean, I mean, what's what's it like? Well, it's just, it's, it's amazing because, you know, you, you hear that number, uh, 343, gets, you hear it a lot, but when you actually see 343 people lined up, you know that each person that's lined up represents someone who gave their life that day, and just the, the sheer mass of that group of people, it's, 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 it, it reminds you how small you really are and, and the sacrifice that people have given. Well, as being a New York City fireman, uh, how long have you been doing this now, Ed? Uh, 19 years. 19 years. I'm uh, captain of Ladder 5-1 in the Bronx now. I've been there about four years. And uh, it's good. You know, it's kind of like the, I, I tell people it's a family business. My, my father was uh, a fireman. My great-grandfather, when I, when I got on the job, I got his badge number. It's, uh, it's been a good run. I mean, firemen and policemen are a different breed because, you know, you're putting your, you're putting your life on the line every day, whether it's here in Savannah, Georgia, or up there in New York City, or I had to love it. You said the Bronx just brings me back home with that New York accent. I mean, it, it, it's something that it, it's in your blood, isn't it? It is. It absolutely is. You know, it's uh, it's definitely not something I did to become rich. It's, it's something I, it's just, you love it. You know, I remember you were in East Rockway Fire Department and, you know, Come on, you get to put on uh, fireman's clothes and go through red lights. It's pretty cool. It's a rush. <laughs> it, you know, besides playing football and, and playing sports, it's always it's always a boy's dream to be a fireman or a policeman. I don't care what anybody says. There's just something about it. And, uh, you know, you, you've been involved in this now, and it, it's great for you guys to come down here and be part of this. You're also now, instead of helping what it was was to help uh, firemen's families, now they're helping other people. I mean, just a great story. It is, it is. Uh, Mike Schlitz was from the, the U.S. Army. He's in Columbus, Georgia. And uh, they're, they're, they're working on building him a, a smart home. And Todd Love of the, uh, the Marine Corps is in Atlanta. They're both Georgia guys. Uh, fought for our country, for our freedoms, and, uh, and, and paid big prices. And now it's uh, our chance to, to pay them back for their sacrifice. You know, and, and I'm called Demasi as uh, coach, as, as a captain, Eddie Ryan knows me as called Demasi. Okay, we're talking about local sports. And next week we got the Tunnel to Towers run here, the 5K run right here in Savannah, Georgia. Over a thousand people last year. And another New, another New Yorker, a northerner, Robert Espinosa over at Fleet Feet Sports, who runs our races, he said he's never heard of a thousand runners to line up in a first year for a running race in Savannah. It's just. And unbelievable how the community has has embraced this event. If you want to get involved, okay, there's only six days until the event. You can register at www.t2trun. That's letter T, 
number two, letter T, run.org, and backslash Savannah. And you can see the guys that uh, Eddie Ryan is now talking about, the guys that are going to get uh, benefit from this uh, from this Tunnel to Tower event. It's just an unbelievable cause. And, uh, Eddie, it's been a long time. I look forward to seeing you and the family. And uh, Savannah's a great place. Have you been down here before? You know, I've been down there. Uh, I was down there for a wedding and then, uh, of course, for a few St. Patrick's Days. And uh, <laughs> the town, they treated me well. I'm looking forward to it. Tell, tell us, tell us about the St. Patrick's Day parade down here, which is which is called the second biggest in the, in the United States. Number one is always in New York City. Tell, tell me how, how you enjoy that St. Patty's Day parade. Well, I got to tell you, it's it's a good time. We get treated well. Uh, it's it's a little different than the New York parade. You know, the New York parade is a little more uh, I don't know, yeah, a little more cordoned off. You know, you, you don't have uh, women coming up and kissing you and throwing beads. Uh, the, the Savannah parade is a little more like. Uh, a Mardi Gras. A lot of fun. <laughs> and of course, it, it River, Street, is... uh, River Street has its advantages, that's for sure. I'm telling you right now, and we were talking about this the other day when I got in touch with you, and you know, I told you to go do some gases, and I blew you out of the water because you didn't even know who I was. <laughs> well, so he took me by surprise. I picked up the phone. I said, hi. He said, did you do, did you do your gases today? Like, oh, oh, who's this? <laughs> <laughs> Those days were a lot of fun, you know, Eddie. Gases, crabs, circuits. I was all coming back. The hot, hot and sticky uh, August afternoons with just a hose running every now and then to go get some water. So, uh, but, you know, it was a lot of fun back in the days, watching you guys grow up, and uh, we had a lot of fun. And, uh, I mean, it, 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 and you coming down here, I'm definitely going to be down there after I do the show. The show's on from 9 to 11. I, I wish I would get there to do the show live, but I don't have that uh, opportunity. And uh, it's just amazing what you guys are doing for all these people, and I'm glad that you're part of it. And I'm glad that we have the uh, Savannah Tunnel to Towers run here in Savannah, Georgia. This is the second year, so please, everybody, get involved. It's going to, to two great guys that need your help. As uh, Eddie Captain, uh, Eddie Captain, Eddie Ryan, Captain of New York City Fire Department, told you, uh, one gentleman from Columbus, Mike Schlitz, and one guy outside of Atlanta, uh, Todd Love, will be benefiting from this with their house, custom-built house, because of their needs, because of their, they lost an arm, they lost a leg, they lost two arms and a leg. I mean, it's just helping out the, the local needy guys. And uh, Eddie, I look forward to you. I'm glad you took this time on, on Saturday morning, because I know you're going from baseball to other different sports, and uh, I look forward to You still have that nice blonde hair? I do have the blonde hair. A little less of it, but I still have it. <laughs> well, tell everybody up there, you guys in New York, that uh, Coach DeMacy says hello. I look forward to seeing you and your father, and uh, I'll give you a call on Friday to find out where you're going to be. And uh, once again, uh, thanks for taking the time, and it's always a pleasure. And uh, like I have always said to you guys, I love New York. I've always loved East Rockaway, and I'm glad I get to catch up with you next weekend. All right, Carl. I'll see you next weekend. Uh, 8 o'clock, Bowling Square, race begins. More than you got it. Thanks, Eddie. Have a good one. Tell everybody to say hello. I will. Take care, Carl. I'll see you next week. You got it. One of my former football players, New York City Fire Department Captain Eddie Ryan in the Bronx. I mean, you got to love it. You got to love that accent because uh, that's how we talked up there. Well, I'm down here now with Tim Goddard, who's from Staten Island. Just a great course. Remember, go to www.t. To T, the letter T, number two to T, run.org, backslash Savannah. Get involved, get registered. I wish I could run it. I'd have to walk it, but I'm going to be doing a radio show that morning. But uh, it's such a great event, and that Stephen Silla story, such unbelievable how, you know, he was off duty. 
Drove his car to the Brooklyn Tunnel, ran through the Brooklyn Tunnel with his uh, equipment on, went downtown to uh, the uh, trade centers and uh, was one of those 343 brave men who wanted to help people and uh, just a great cause. So please, and it'll be on my Facebook page, the Carl Demasi Sports Report. Please get involved. It's going to be a lot of fun next week. Tim, if you're listening, Gadara. I appreciate the information. Such a great event. And to Jane Grismer, uh, you're doing a great job. Great cause here in Savannah, Georgia. I'm glad that you could be part of it. Or you are part of it. And you're the reason why it's such a Jane Grismer. You're such a big part of what's going on here. Well, i got to wrap the show up. I know I'm going on. We're going to run and be in short time for the last segment. Once again, you're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report. Brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head. AM 1400, 104.3 FM. God bless America. God bless the New York City Fire Department. We'll be right back. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi. Today's show is brought to you by Orthopedics. Remember that doctor-led patient focus still at the same great place, 210 East Rand Avenue, right here in lovely Savannah, Georgia. I got to thank my sponsor who helps me with the plaques every week for the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, and that's Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies. You're a coach, parent, local organization. You need uniforms. You need cleats. You need sports-specific shoes. You need trophies. You need medals to reward your players, reward your employees. Well, you can find all your sporting goods and trophy needs at Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies, located at 5 Oglethorpe Mall Annex, right behind the Oglethorpe Mall, right here in Savannah. Georgia. Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies is a Savannah family-owned business, has been business for over 40 years. So stop by and get some great help from Russell, Rusty, Mike, and Jen at Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies, and they'll help you with all your sporting goods and trophy needs. Well, you know, it's been a great show. Got to thank all my guests. First hour, head coach of Bible Baptist, uh, the Bible Baptist football program, Jonathan Mark. They're off to a great start, 3-0 in there. Playing basketball on a football field. I mean, 60, 88, 44 points in their first three games. Great job over there by Coach Mock. Donald Chumley and his young Red Raiders upsetting, as everybody says, the number two team in the state, Prince Avenue, last night, 17-9. And then Keenard Campbell, the quarterback of that machine over there at Bible Baptist, for coming in in the ESPN studio, the Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. And to Eddie Ryan, former football player, student of mine at East Rockway High School, now coming down for next week's Tunnel to Tower run here right in Savannah, Georgia. Come on, get out there and register at T2T Run, okay? Backslash Savannah at T2Trun.org backslash Savannah to get involved and get involved in a race. There were a thousand people last year that raised over $50,000 to helping two needy uh, military people right here in Savannah, Georgia, one in Columbus, one in Atlanta get involved. Well, it's been, it's been a quick show. Always a lot of fun. A lot of information. Uh, Savannah Christian volleyball team is ranked number one in state in uh, uh, volleyball in Class A private school. Uh, there's so much going on. Uh, next week, I feel i got to do a better job and get a little more of the, uh, the uh, Atlanta Journal-Constitution rankings for all our sports, not to uh, neglect the other sports. Uh, next week, like I said, we got the... Uh T2T run right here in the Tunnel to Tower run right here in Savannah, Georgia. Get involved. Tim Guider, thank you for letting me know about this. Jane Grisma for uh, putting it on for Stephen Siller, uh, that local fireman who put on his stuff, went in the Brooklyn Tunnel, got to the World Trade Center, and Brooklyn Tunnel is located at the base of Manhattan to get over there to the Twin Towers of the Trade Center and help out and uh, lost his life in a uh, with 342 of his other 
uh, brothers in the New York City Fire Department. Uh, just a great story. And to Andy Stern, wherever you may be, on 105th floor that never made it out, I always think of you, buddy. I have an American flag flying on my mailbox every day since that happened in memory of you. And it will not take down until the day I... Until the day I don't walk this earth, uh, just taking too short, just uh, getting choked up. Uh, next week, we will be at Calvary Day School for the high school game of the week. Fueled by NMOC right here on ESP Radio, ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head. We'll have the Calvary Day, Day School Cavaliers taking on Montgomery County. I'll be excited about it. I'll be doing a color with my play-by-play man, Gabriel Quintero. Uh, the show always flies by. And it's always a lot of fun. If you have anything, please email me at kdemasi at hotmail.com. Message me at the Carl Demasi Sports Report. Give me a, a tweet at Twitter at KD Sports Report. I want to talk about the good kids. I want to talk what's going on around here about uh, sports. And don't forget, the Savannah Sandats will be playing in the South Atlantic League Championship Series starting on Monday. They'll take on the winner of the West Virginia Power against the Hagerstown. I don't know their nickname, but that's they're playing that last game today to see who takes on the Savannah Sandats. Let's bring home a championship. Well, the show always flies by. Two hours gone quick. To PJ Zuko down in the Brunswick Studios, who's the producer, who always does a great job. I appreciate you getting up every Saturday morning to produce this show, letting me know when the guests are on. You do a great job, and I know you love high school football and college football. Georgia, South Carolina, no predictions today, but I'm rooting for the, for the good old Bulldogs to beat the old ball coach. You're listening to the Call of the Massey Sports Report every Saturday morning right here on ESPN Radio Savannah. Until next weekend, always, always have a great week. Once again, go dogs, go nats. This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs>